Next on BYU Sports Nation, Power 5 parody and why this college football weekend matters so much to BYU. Former NFL and BYU football standout, my man, my homie, Brian Keel, joins us live to discuss that very topic. Plus, the BYU-Utah rivalry gets a shot in the arm last night. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. The party's here on the west side. BYU Sports Nation back on your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Thursday, December 4th. My name is Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who wants to bring calculator watches back, Brian Logan. What do you mean by calculator watches? (laughs) You lost me there, man. I am so lost. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. This is a Brian takeover today, one because we have Brian Logan co-hosting today. Mm. We have Brian Keel coming into the studio as well. I don't really count Brian, though, because his name is spelled with the Y. My name is spelled with the I. That's the correct way, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a son uh, and, you, and, you, and you want to name him Brian, name him with an I. That's the right way to do it, not with, not with the Y. We'll ask Brian with a Y what he thinks about that in oh, about 15 minutes. Loaded show. You're going to see a lot of B-Low, by the way, in December. This is like a Christmas bonus for you in, a, in multiple ways, Brian. You get to spend more time with me. And you get to add a little bit of cash to your right, pocketbook. Right, that's exactly right, man. I'm I'm just excited because I've been trying to tell my wife. I'm like, look, Miss Logan, let's get a Mercedes. <laughs> I want a Mercedes, you know. And she's like, what? We can't afford that. I was like, babe, we could afford it. We just can't eat. We can't eat. She's like, we're just gonna starve. I'm like, yes, but we're gonna look good doing it. She was like, if maybe if you do a couple more shows on Sports Nation, then maybe we can we can think about it. Maybe we can we can eat some cereal at least. And I was like, bet, let's maybe, do it. Maybe like four hundred more, Brian. <laughs> and then maybe you can start thinking about the prospect of maybe. I see. I tried. I was like, look, it's gonna be for you. When I was talking to her about it, right? And as soon as I said, it's going to be for you. And she was like, oh, okay. I, I can entertain that then. <laughs> like, yeah, of course it's for you. You're just gonna, I'm just going to drive on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Things that matter most. <laughs> hey, did you hear what Utah head basketball coach Larry Kraskoviak said last night? He had some fun with the BYU-Utah rivalry. He said the following, quote, We play five elite teams in the preseason. Well, Four and a half if you count BYU. Long live the rivalry. Fighting words. Them is fighting words right there, man. It's a playful jab, and I like it, but there are are some people that are going to take it out of context, and it's just going to ramp up next Wednesday's game, which is awesome. With that background info, it's never too early, BYU fans. Go ahead, create your sign for Utah coach Larry Kraskoviak <laughs> for next week's game at the Marriott Center in Provo. Use the hashtag BYUS. Does the winner get something? Are you gonna, uh, is problem. this a competition? Can we make it a competition? This is sports, right? Publicity. Can we make it a competition? You're such an athlete. Everything am, needs to be a competition. I know. It's Have so, you got your sign ready for Larry so Kraskoviak? It's so sad. I like race my son to the door, to the, to the, to the car, and he has a cast. I'm like, oh, last one's a loser. <laughs> He's, he's three. Hilarious. He's like, ah! he, oh, he gets so mad, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> I got to show you the video. First tweet in from Afoos Chili Plate in response to his sign for Larry Kraskoviak. Can he read? Just want to know before I dedicate <laughs> any time to it. Yeah. <laughs> and the jab fired back. Let's ask Coach Kraskoviak. Can you read, Coach? Well, heck no. Well, there you go. <laughs> that was him on BYU Sports Station just a little while oh, ago. Oh, man. 
BYU Sports Station simulcast and beautiful re- yep. radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Power five parody. I can't imagine how not every conference won't have to have a championship game for parody. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. If I was one of the four teams that had a championship game and that extra risk and or extra opportunity, I would certainly want every team to be doing it. Bronco Mendenhall on conference championship games, and that is the weekend, Brian. You're going to be watching a lot of football. I imagine much of America will be this weekend with so many intriguing games at the collegiate level and the first ever college football playoff looming. Yes, this is a very exciting week for me, especially, you know, being a, a BYU fan, you know, kind of taking a bye, a bye week, you know, resting up for the bowl game. But there's a lot of good college football that's going to be played on Saturday. That, that, Championship Saturday. And that means something to BYU, even though the Cougars don't have a game this weekend. BYU head coach Bronco Mendenhall made it very clear and has done so for a while now. The Cougars are all in and getting into a P5 conference. The most publicized lobbying by Bronco has come within the Big 12. Okay, there's this odd little note passing game going on between BYU and the Big 12. Like, do you like me? Do you like Check me? yes or yes. no. Bringing it back to, to, to third, to middle school, to elementary, red light, green light. Check the box, yes or no. Taylor Swift might write a song about this because she thinks it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's some I like Taylor. There's some teenage drama going on like here Taylor between Swift. BYU and the Big 12. I say that in jest, but the Cougars are trying to make themselves appealing enough for a conference like the Big 12, which seems like the most, I guess, likely option for BYU to get into if there was expansion because they might need a, a conference championship game after what happens this weekend. Right, right, exactly. And that's what we, we talked about this about a week ago. Uh, and we said we have to get uh, – we have to make sure that the Big 12 does not uh, get into the college playoff. We, we have to make sure that uh, – because right now they're, they're in their own world, their own dream world, fantasy land. They think all is good. We've got TCU number three. Uh, you know, they, they look like a, a, a shoe-in for the playoffs. We don't need any other teams. We got this. We don't need you, Brigham. Yeah. We don't, we don't need you, Boise. We don't need anybody. We're good. The Big 12 has no conference championship game. Why would they have TCU's number three? More on that in a second, but that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. (laughs) One. The Big 12 has one true champion. They're opting for that moniker, which makes absolutely no sense. It's horrible. Because there's about a 99% chance that there are going to be co-champions in the Big yeah. 12, home of one true champion. I just saw the commercials and like the promos because they don't have a conference championship this year. So we play our, our championship games on the field. It's it, we, nine games. There's nine championship games for the, the, the winner. <laughs> every, ga- every game counts. Duh. Co-champions. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, okay. BYU can benefit from a scenario where no Big 12 team gets into the college football playoff. Yes, I think that we have to be huge, huge fans of Ohio State playing their conference championship uh, game against Wisconsin. And then Florida State. Yes, I said it. Florida State. Florida. <laughs> famous, famous Jameis. Florida. 
We got it. We got to have Florida State too. We got it. We got to make sure that we root for them. We have to go out, do what we have to do, buy the gear. We got to wear our game socks, you know, shirts that we that we haven't washed all season because they're lucky. We got to put that on on Saturday as, as Brigham fans. Here you go, BYU Sports Nation. You need to write this down. We're going to tell you who to root for and why. We have broken all of this down this morning, and again, if no Big Twelve team gets into the college football playoff. That conference naturally will scramble because they're going to make they're want, going to want to make sure that that never happens again. Right. The easiest way to do that is add a championship game. They're probably going to have to add two more teams to the conference if they want to add a championship game because, like you said, Brian, why would they add a conference championship game if TCU or Baylor is getting in when they don't have to play? When they one? don't have to because they're going to get more money. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to, right? Is more money. If I add more teams on here then I have to spread out the money, right? I can't, I can't get more of that money. Uh, so if, they can, if my team, my 10 teams can do their job and get in the playoffs, we're good. I don't got any problems. But if, but if, they're get, if they get kicked out of those, one of those four spots because I don't have a conference championship game, because another conference championship team gets in over them, yeah. oh, man, I, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I might jump off the cliff. You know, <laughs> I might drink the Kool-Aid. I'm going to be sad. So I got to go out and get me some teams, you know, and, and we're hoping with, with just BYU wanting to get into a, into, into a, a, a Power 5 conference that that is going to be somebody that they look for. BYU, write it down. You are rooting for Alabama. Go Bama. Okay. Bama. Roll Tide. Go Oregon as well. They are 1-2 in the college football playoff rankings. You want both of those teams to win and quack. not have it be close. Quack, just quack. Just win. Win. Those two teams win. They are in the college football playoff. Okay. Next is we are all Iowa State fans this yes. weekend. Yes. The Cyclones. Get your red ready. Don't need to beat TCU because that's, I mean, probably not going to happen. I mean, it would take a miracle. But if they can keep it interesting. I believe in miracles. Then the committee kind of says, well, TCU hmm. didn't look good in their last game. They didn't play a conference championship game. They're struggling with Iowa State, a 33-point underdog. Which is huge because it's, it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately. Ohio State is a perfect example of losing really early, dominating their, their last 10 games, and then, wow, okay, yeah, you guys deserve. You guys are peaking at the right spot. I'm going to go ahead and rank you higher, even though you had that one loss. I forgive you. That's where the human factor plays into this. Right. Okay. That's what's huge on the college football playoff committee. So Iowa State, root for the Cyclones. They probably need to stay within 10 points to make some of those committee members think twice about TCU. The next is Florida State. As much as many of you might not want to root for Florida State, the defending national champions, you want the Seminoles to get in. Yes, You want them to remain undefeated so that the playoff committee has has to put them in. They... You can't leave an undefeated defending national champion out of the top. I think four. they might. I think they might. You can't do I don't, that. I think they might. They just might. They don't like the quarterback, man. Winston, I like you. I'm praying for you, though. They will be right. Praying for you, brother. Across Tallahassee, if an undefeated <laughs> Seminole team is left out of the college so football many, playoff. So many things going on. So many things going on with college football. You got to get a team that hasn't. They haven't lost in two years, man. How do you leave? You can't leave them out. Nope. If they uh-uh. beat Georgia Tech, who is a good team, a formidable ACC championship opponent, Florida State gets if in. I get pushed, if, if I get pushed out, I'm not. 
I, you know, I win a championship game against a ranked opponent. It's a conference championship game. I'm not playing the next game. <laughs> Straight up. I'm like, nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Not doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two not more. Playing. I know, I know we, we've given you three or four teams to root for. Two more. Ohio State. Brian already mentioned that. The Buckeyes need to beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game to further their case of inclusion in the college football playoff. It would help if Ohio State could win in a dominant performance as well. But that's kind of asking a lot because they have a third-string quarterback. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing that but makes But they're in a conference sad. championship game. But they are. And you know what, though? I think, I think so many of uh, the, the, the people on the committee are saying, you know, when Florida, when, when Florida State, when Winston was out and their backup came in and won the game, they were like, wow, that, that proved something to us. That proved that we didn't need, that Florida State didn't need Winston to win the game, that they really had a true team win. They had to rally, uh, you know, around each other. They had to use other weapons. Other guys had to come up and step in. So it wasn't just that team. Kind of like with, with, with Taysom, right? We, we see kind of what happens when he's out of the picture. But the, the committee takes a, you know, really looks, like, looks into that and says, Okay, this is a true team. Let, let's go ahead and put them in. So I think out of all the things that, that Ohio State has done, they bounce back from that loss. Uh, and, and if they can win with their third, what, to be a third string quarterback, you have to put them in. You have to. And then going back to what you're saying, you have an undefeated Florida State having lost in two years. You've got to keep them in. So what does that mean? TCU, TCU gets is out. out. TCU gets bumped out. Big 12, you got to go and find two other people, and Brigham's going to be one. Yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. Put the blue goggles hallelujah. on right now. Hallelujah. Bl- yeah, you put Thank the you. Big 12 blue goggles on right Thank now. Thank you, Lord. Yes, we're going to a conference champion. We're going to a conference. Yes, P5. Okay. Finally, Kansas State and Baylor play. It makes the Big 12 that much more complicated if Kansas State beats Baylor. Okay, let's sum it all up. If you missed all of this conversation, shame on you. I thought I was. Uh, no. I, thought I, I thought mine was a summary. <laughs> here's was the summary. Root for Bama and Oregon and any team that has state. Go state. Okay. BYU, meanwhile, needs to keep winning against high-level competition to stay relevant. Their next chance will come in the Miami Beach Bowl, and what looks like will be a decent opponent out of the American Conference, whether it's Memphis, Cincinnati, East Carolina, or a rematch with UCF. Like that, that will be a good enough bowl game, setting up what looks like an amazing 2015 schedule. Maybe the best ever. Yes, the best ever. Okay. Yes. Keep winning in independence to stay relevant, and Big 12 madness is what you want. No Big 12 team in the college football playoff will help BYU this weekend. Our Twitter topic today, make your sign for Utah basketball coach Larry Kriskoviak. Send in those responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Joining us next, Brian Kill, former NFL linebacker and BYU standout. He's going to offer his thoughts on this whole Power 5 topic. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan, live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tonight, women's basketball on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars take on UNLV in the Smith Fieldhouse. So a new location for the women's basketball team as they welcome in the Rebels. Dave McCann and Kristen Kozlowski will be on the call, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, live on BYU TV. That means I have a night off, Brian, and I will never say no That's good, man. to a night you off. Wife should, hey, if you, need, if you need a babysitter, I got you, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me know. Are you really offering that? Yeah, I'm offering it. You need to go. It's tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, my wife's going uh, to spend some time with her friends that's, that's, that's in town. Uh, so, she, so she's leaving me. It's just going to be in my, me and my son. So 
We can, you can, we can have yours come. You guys can go and chill and do whatever. <laughs> okay. I just, I'm just, I just want you to remember this moment when I asked. You oh, know, here we go. Maybe here we go. In like three days, you know, on Sunday night, you know, when I, I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, just saying. Remember me. Okay. I, there's always <laughs> a motive, all. isn't That's there? All. Oh yeah, That's bring them over. I might want like 17 things down the line, but it's cool. I'm just saying. I'm, I just, I just moved in. I might put them to work a little bit. I might come back a little bit buff. Our Twitter topic today with the shots fired by Utah coach Larry Kraskoviak at BYU. He said, we play five uh, premier opponents. Well, four and a half, if you include BYU. It, it, was a, it was a funny jab. It's never too early. Make your sign for Coach Kraskoviak for next week's game at the Marriott Center. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Joining the show right now for the first time in studio. We've had him on the phone before, but now in studio is former NFL and BYU standout linebacker Brian Kill. Brian, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thanks. You know, I'm just wondering if that offer for babysitting, does that... Uh... You got two does kids. This, <laughs> I got two kids. Does Brian, too? <laughs> yeah. You how, got two kids. How far can we stretch I'm that? I'm going to need double. <laughs> I'm going to need double when I ask you. Like, hey, I you need... Know, two times. I, you don't got to do two times. Maybe, I'm instead of just maybe two hours, we could do four hours. Okay, so maybe we could yeah. do a movie. We can, you know, we can go to do something else, you know, okay. to make up for it. My kids are in that Tasmanian devil mode oh, right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. Your daughter, they destroy man. everything. I can watch yes. your daughter. Your daughter's a cutie, dude. I can watch her. She's, uh, she's, don't be, don't be fooled. <laughs> she's, she's no dummy. She knows what she's doing. I'm the type of dude. She already knows how to play the game. I'm the type of dude, like, when he, when he, when, he, when him and his wife come back at 10 o'clock at night from their date, their kids are going to be jumping up and down. Like, <laughs> too many gushers. <laughs> <laughs> too many gushers. Yes. Don't ever, don't ever <laughs> let him watch your children. Uh, yeah, this, this is probably, this is probably smarter. It's a Brian takeover on BYU Sports Nation with Brian Logan and Brian Keel, uh, we had this debate: Brian with a Y or Brian with an I. Why? Why? It's a easy. This is an easy. Yeah, exactly. No, no. exactly. Why? No. Why would you spell it with the Y? No, this is an easy. This is an easy argument. How do you spell Ryan? Oh, so here we go. This, this is an easy argument. It's easy. It's an easy victory. <laughs> no, it's not. You don't see any R I A N. It's not even out there. That would be Rian. <laughs> it's not even out there. <laughs> you so can't how's count it different? That. So how's be, it different? That'd be Rian. That's an easy argument. Hey, now, we, now we've got the important debates out. Let's talk about football. <laughs> uh, Brian, I, I know you've been uh, vocal about BYU's football team this year. And, I mean, what a resilient performance by the Cougars against California in Pac-12 country against a team that had everything to play for, trying to get to a bowl game on senior day. Uh, there in Berkeley, what were what was your reaction and, and your emotions as you watched BYU win that game and then celebrate? You know, some guys in this state, I'm not going to name names, want to <laughs> minimize our performance. And you know what? It's just it's just kind of cheap. It's just a it's just a, a cheap attack. Here you have a bunch of kids who it was a tough year. Any way you yeah. want to look at it, it was a tough year. We no had injuries. Taser, no Jamal. No Craig yeah. Bills. Yeah, I mean, you could keep going too. Yeah. I mean, we had injuries. We struggled. We lost the teams we shouldn't have lost to. We blew leads. We played poorly, and then we righted the ship. Yep. Okay. And and you can say what you want. The three victories that we had before Cal, yeah, were they cream puff teams? Maybe, but they're still victories. So anyway, anything you can say whatever you want about that. Cal's a quality opponent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are they the best in, in their conference? No, they're having a down year, but uh, they improved from last year. You won one and, and game all those last things, year, and all the things you just said—they're trying to. It's senior day for them. Yep. They're trying to make a bowl game. It was a different team. That was yeah. a different. That was a different defense. When looking into that, going into that game, the the, the, the front seven for Cal had thirteen sacks. Uh, out of the the four games coming into that uh, the, the BYU game, they only had two sacks. Really, against BYU, they had three sacks. 
You can't tell me that these guys didn't have a chip on the shoulder. They were motivated. They only had seven seniors. Hey, let's send our seniors off the right way. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. That was a different Cal defense. Mm-hmm. At home. Yep. And, and for them, you got to look at it for them. You know, they don't want to lose to BYU. Because they look at us as the little guys. Exactly. They don't want us to come into their house on senior day, deny them a bowl game as the little guys. The Cal running back, Daniel Lasco, said, it's almost embarrassing. We played down to their level. Oh, False. (laughs) Played down to their level. You just got beat, man. Let's loser's limp right there. That is. Just take it like a man. That's take it like a man. Take your tail and and go home, buddy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. BYU wins at California. You just defended why that's a quality win, and we've been having the same conversation here uh, for a few days now. But what were you thinking? What were you feeling when you watched Bronco celebrate like he did on the, on the sideline? I was happy. You know, it's so funny. The guy gets killed when he doesn't celebrate. Yep. And in this case, he's getting killed for celebrating. Right. It's like, what can the guy do? <laughs> you know, people don't like it when he's stoic-faced and stands there with no emotion, yeah. and he shows some emotion for once, and people are just, just ap- absolutely going to town on him. I'm fine with it. Yeah. For all the reasons that I just said. Yeah, did they, did they win a championship? No. Was it, was it Oregon that they beat? No. But for all the things that I said, they struggled. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they, they played a great game, and Cal's offense is legit. Top, Top five, five in the country. Yeah. They're legit, okay? Yeah. And the way we won the game. It's not yeah. like it was just an a anticlimactic ending. No, it was a climatic ending. With a defensive yeah. stop. It was stop. a defensive stop on fourth down from the 15-yard line against a high-powered top five offense. That's something to celebrate. Yep. So for those of you who I don't name in this state, who I don't like, <laughs> that want to criticize our team for that. Real talk. Get a life, man. <laughs> Real How talk. many of you guys storm the field when you beat some team this year? Right. Give me a break. Right, right. No, it's, it's – it is, so it's good to see it because I don't know uh, how Bronco was back in the day, uh, but with us, he al- he was always like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, outside of uh, you know the media and, and and just in the locker room around us, he was always joking around and and laughing. So it's good to, for people to see that. But you know, it's, it is really strange for people to you know talk bad about him for celebrating like that. I mean, if you if you overcame. You know, the things that they went through, you would do the same thing. We, we did that in 2010 when we lost four in a row and had a pretty bad year. Man, every game was a Super Bowl. Yeah. We were like, whoa! Yeah! Yeah! Hamburgers yeah, on me! Yeah! J Dogs on me! Yeah! Let's go! Gushers on me! I mean, it, it's. And, and fans, I think fans just have to let it go. I mean, it was obviously disappointing, right? Having the injuries and things like that, but. Man, I, let it go, dude. It's I watched Frozen the other day. I love Frozen. <laughs> oh, oh, let it go. go. <laughs> let it go. I'm sorry. Is that good? Is that, good that was better than I could do. Okay. Good. <laughs> you know what's funny? In, in 05, Broncos' first year, I still remember this because this is what – seeing that reminded me of this. We were at New Mexico, and I think it was week five. Oh, the Matt Allen game. Yes, yes. So, so we started out the season, and I'm trying to remember who our one win was over. I think it was over. It was over some crappy team, like a, like a one double A or something. Mm. Yeah, okay. in 05. Yep. And we lost. We lost heartbreakers. We lost. Had lost the heartbreaker to TCU, fifty one fifty. We had lost. You pulling it up? I'm pulling it up pulling right it up now because I have too many hits to my head. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> I, yes, I'm right, pretty man. sure East, we struggled. Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois was our one win. Was that's Broncos' first W? Okay? Tony Romo's alma mater. The first game of the year we lost to Boston College in a, just a pathetic, no offense. 
ugly game. Okay, defense yep. played okay. Um, we lost. We we beat Eastern Illinois. Yep. We 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 lost to San Diego State. Right. And the TCU in that crazy fifty-one fifty. Yes. yes. We get yep. blew a seventeen-point lead in the fourth quarter. So anyway, we go down to New Mexico. It's at New Mexico, and. This is Broncos' old team, mm-hmm. and we're one in three. Was New Mexico a powerhouse? No, no. but we won on a on a you know last minute drive, fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, fourth quarter comeback, emotional. Our celebration in the locker room looked just like that. Yes, and we were all of a sudden we were two and three against New Mexico. It was my point. This is my point. My point is it's an emotional game, and when you're struggling, mm-hmm. and you come out of that emotions flourish. Preach. And that's what we saw there. That's what we saw there. We didn't see BYU beat a perennial powerhouse. We didn't see them win a championship. We saw a struggling team play well against a, a quality opponent, and their emotions flourish. Preach. And it's, it's natural. Church. And it's fun. That's what makes it fun, man. Church. Absolutely. Yes. If, okay, if I were to tell you that Jamal Williams would be out for half of the season, oh. Taysom Hill would be out for two-thirds of the season, Craig Bills would be out for basically half of the season, yep. BYU... And BYU would still have an opportunity to win nine games. What would you say to that? <laughs> I tweeted I that after the game. That exact what well, you just said. I tweeted that after the game, and I got mixed responses. I tweeted that. I said, if you told me at the beginning of the year all those guys would be out, we'd finish eight and four, and then you added on there have a chance to win nine wins. I said I'd take that, yeah. and I had all these people. Some people, yeah, that's you know, looking at it the way you should look at it. Yeah. And some people, oh, I'm not. I'm not never accepting eight and four. I'm, I'm never satisfied with. It. Like don't 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 misunderstand me. I don't think eight and four is great. I don't think it's anybody's expectation this year. Right. But given what we went through, the circumstances to right the ship, we lost four in a row. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of young men in this country that would have gone through that and would have just given up, just mailed oh, in yeah. the season, oh, just yeah. mailed it in. Okay, and especially okay, so. On those three other three games we won, yeah, those were those were not quality opponents. But against Cal, to go into Cal for all those reasons, yeah. yep, they righted the ship. Let it go, <laughs> let it go. Hey, they get they get two pats on the back from me. That was a great that was a great W. And that yeah, could the defense? Would I've liked to have seen the defense play better that game? Yes, but their offense is awesome. Right. So for them to 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 bow up mm-hmm. when they needed to, and when the game was on the line. Oh, that, that's exactly just, what I, I said. I was jumping up and down in my house we, watching that. I, I was I was frustrated watching, the, especially the first half, uh, seeing some it, of the same things. See, yeah, seeing some of the same double things, moves. double moves, things oh. like that. Eyes, eyes not in the right place. Yep. Leverage, little things, uh, and then they started cleaning things up. So I was like, okay, this is the defense that that we've seen the last few Looked weeks. A little better. They have cleaned things up, and then all of a sudden, you just saw, you just felt. The spirit over you that when, when you were watching the game, they were just like s on their chest, like yeah. okay, it's time to it's go. Time. We were playing it's around time. with these it's fools. Time. It's time to go <laughs> we right just now. Just to make it close, right? Exactly. <laughs> we just trying to have a fun game for you fans. Yeah. We about to turn on right now. We about to stop these dudes. Yeah. But actually, looking at the game, going back and do you know AFR and all that, breaking down film. There's a lot of quick and short passes, easy passes. There wasn't too many passes that was thrown, you know, uh, over their head and. Cal came in averaging 38 yard, uh, 38 points a game. Uh, so to to hold them under that, uh, to to hold them under, uh, you, you know, uh, to not give up a lot of big plays. The defense really played a lot better than what we saw. I think on film when you look at the stats and the numbers. I agree with you. It almost seemed like, I mean, we were playing. We always play off, but it, we no. were we were playing off in some circumstances. It almost seemed like, hey, just keep them in yep. front of you and just, don't break. Just don't give up the big one. Yep. So. Exactly. Which they still gave up a couple big ones, but it was it was improvement. 
It's a Brian takeover on BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> Big B and little B. Brian with a Y and Brian with an I. He's got better hair than me, though. So <laughs> that's that. I'm, I'm staring at I'm staring at my shiny dome in the in the monitor down there, and it's just. See, that's you know, I used to I used to have I just, just like that nice and thick and full. Nice. I used to have I used to have hair like that, but it's the helmet, man. When you get yeah. to the NFL, it you know, the hel- you just kept it. up you just kept on playing. The so, stress. Yeah, you know, one of you played in the NFL. That's, 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 the if, I play, if I played in the NFL, yeah, my see, hair oh, be gone the too, close up. That's know? just that's just painful. <laughs> see, that used to that yeah. line used to go straight across. You could pull it off though. You could pull it off though. Unfortunately, my head. You know, I'm I I'm not cleanly shaven right now, but uh. Fortunately, my head is shaped okay. That's what so, I mean. You don't got like a peanut head. I was, then, like, you know, like a peanut I was, M&M. It don't look like yeah. a peanut M M&M. and M. Yeah, there's, I got some friends that just when they go bald, it's not going <laughs> to be. Yeah, it's, it's not, not good. good. It's like you might as well grow the sides out long yeah. and then do it over the top. You know, that's what I would do. We're just getting call. started, man. <laughs> okay, we, we've got Brian for two segments today, and if you didn't enjoy the first segment, then you have no pulse for BYU sports. Uh, so we're going to ask him to stay around. We're going to talk Power Five parity next, Brian. And why this weekend matters for BYU even when they don't have a game. You're listening and watching BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We're back after this with more Brian Keel. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Bronco Mendenhall will be watching things closely this weekend, as will the Cougars getting ready for the Miami Beach Bowl in just under three weeks. You're on BYU Sports Nation. With a Brian takeover, Brian Kill and Brian Logan joining me on set here in studio. Be download like the, the show like the podcast, little B, on like on iTunes or subscribe <laughs> to the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. It's a BYU hoops close to doubleheader, not quite a doubleheader, according to our good friend Jerem Jordan, who is Mister Technicality. Right, uh, but there will be two games on BYU TV on Saturday: the women's team facing Colorado State, two Eastern. Noon Mountain Time, and the men's team will take on Hawaii at 6 Eastern, 4 Mountain, at Energy Solutions Arena in Salt Lake City. We just got some breaking news across the college football world. Oregon State head coach Mike Riley is now the new head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. BYU opens the season at Nebraska in Lincoln next season, so Mike Riley is mm-hmm. the head coach there. And uh, we were just talking about how a new coach automatically makes that game more winnable for a team like BYU. Why is that the case? Why is that the case? We'll start with we'll start with little B and then go to Big B and get his opinion. Well, I mean, first thing is that when the head coach comes in, a new head coach comes in, usually he's going to bring his guys, right, his staff. So it's offensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator. And they're going to implement their systems and what they want to run. So offensively, if it's a different style, then all those kids have to adjust. If they've been in the system for, you know, three years and it's their senior year, they have to adjust to a whole completely different scheme uh, and they don't have that much time. Right. Uh, You only really have spring ball. They can watch film, uh, not too much interaction, uh, you know, during during winter conditioning. Uh, So you have spring ball, you have fall camp to get ready. Uh, So you're not giving getting those live reps. Same thing defensively as well. Uh, I think defensively it's a little bit more easier, uh, but I do know that they run a 4-3. Uh, so if, if a defensive coordinator comes in with a 3-4, mm-hmm. that might be a problem because a 3-4, that's when football gets real. When you run a 3-4 defense, it's a little bit tougher X's and O's and scheme to, to, to really grasp that. I agree, 100%. Same, same point. So it, it really comes down to what he does. If he has a new staff, his own staff, different staff, different. It, that's what it comes down to. And especially you know, more, <clears throat> with, more so because it's week one. Yep. If it were if it were week five or especially if week ten, it'd be a whole different 
story. Yeah. But because it's week one, it's their first live bullets in whatever yeah. new systems they have. It gives us a huge advantage. Thank you, Nebraska. Yes, thank you. <laughs> when I saw that they fired, Bo, I, thank you. That made me. I feel sorry for you, man. It's, that's nobody likes getting fired, but thank you. The you only, just helped us out. That's a tough game. Only, you just made it easier. The only positive that I see, like, is, is for the for the for the players, right? Uh, the player, the starters want to keep their job. Uh, and then the younger guys or the second string, third string guys that really think that they should be playing, yeah. they're going to go, oh, this is my opportunity. Is my so chance. I'm going to work hard. Yep. I'm going to train. I'm going to get faster, bigger, stronger. And so that's going to, you know, just uh, raise the level of competition throughout yep. the whole team. So that's the only positive. But at the end yep. of the day, you still have to know the scheme and, and, and what you're doing. Um, so, yeah. We need to maximize our time here with uh, both of these Brian's and uh, Brian Logan, Little B, and I were discussing. <laughs> I, love, I love that it's become that. Little B. We're discussing the Power Five parody that BYU Sports Nation wants to happen because there's this idea that if the Big 12 doesn't get a team into the college football playoff, that they will scramble a bit to expand and, and add two teams. And Bronco Mendenhall has made it very clear he would love to join the Big 12. I mean, what BYU fan wouldn't want to join a Power 5 conference like the Big 12 and have that kind of competition? So, Brian, do you feel like if the Big 12 doesn't get a team in this weekend, it will really have that much impact on BYU's chances of getting in? I do. Um, I don't know what their decision makers are thinking, but if they get snubbed, then they're, yeah. they're going to go back to the drawing board, if you mm-hmm. will. And they, they were at the drawing board a couple years ago when there yeah. was realignment. Things didn't work out, you know, and, and they stayed and kept. But they used to have a championship game, right? Yeah, yes, yes. And they, they had lost, 12 teams. Yep. Yeah, and they lost that. Yep. So, so that kind of changed their thing. So now if they get snubbed, they have to. They have to at least go back to the drawing board. Does that mean we get in? Who knows? But they're at least we're on the table. So that's all you can really ask for. I, I think I said this um, earlier this week on, a, on an interview. Uh, I got a lot of fans yelling at me and, you know, roasting me on Twitter. I had like <laughs> 5,000 notifications every two <laughs> seconds. I almost deleted my app. Gosh. I uh, can't read good anyway. Uh, but I, what, what I had said, and this is my, my personal feeling, is I think it would be good for BYU to go back to the Mountain West. And I know some fans say it's a, it's a step down, but I, I just don't think that – uh, I, I think BYU isn't in, in a place where it's, uh, you know, a, a P5 school. Uh, and I'm talking more athletic-wise and, and talent. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I want to set clear is that I think this team is one of the, the most talented teams under Coach Mendenhall. I remember, Brian, when, the, when I first met you, you said, man, you guys have way more talent. And, and you were you, probably thinking, And what? I was like, what? You're the NFL, <laughs> man. What are you talking about? And then I said the same thing when I came back uh, and, and around the guys, with, you know, Kyle and Cody. I'm like, yeah. you guys are way more athletic. And, and, yeah. and Preston Hadley, he's he, being a GA, he's saying the same thing. So you're starting wow. to see this trend, right, yeah. of, of the athleticism increase. But to compete at, at that level, I think you do need a lot more of those five-star guys. Yep. And, and the honor code obviously, obviously hurts you. Um, and, and so I think going to the Boise State formula and the Boise State model where you're above a Mountain West conference, but you're just, uh, just right below a P5 conference, you maybe play one or two teams, uh, that, you know, one or two Power 5 teams in, in your non-conference schedule, Go into conference and just dominate everybody, mm-hmm. right? The Hawaii's, the UNLV's. Uh, and then you have uh, a, a New Year's Six invite. Maybe potentially if the playoffs expand, you know, uh, uh, you, you get an automatic bid to a playoff. Whatever the case is. But I think that's an easy, successful formula. And Boise State has done that a number amount of times. Yeah. 
there, you, that's a great argument. And uh, here's the thing: I couldn't, I couldn't really attack that argument because it has a lot of valid points. I think, and and, and you know what? I, I wasn't in the the room when they made the decision to go independent, mm. but I think the biggest reason was. The exposure. Access yeah. and exposure. The exposure yeah. that this facility we're sitting in here and the ESPN yeah. deal that we have. And I think that was the biggest thing. Um, you know, I played on the Mountain Conference. That's right. It was terrible. I play, hey, It was good for me. I was, was on HD. Terrible. I came in on the HD day. <laughs> Bro, our, our screen, because I mean, obviously I wasn't watching our own games, but I watched the other teams, yeah. the conference games, uh-huh. like on Thursday or earlier on Saturday. It looked like a snowstorm yeah, out it there. Was bad. <laughs> it was terrible. You couldn't see anything. It was bad. Even with and the HD, it was bad. I ma- I've made this argument before, I, 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 and I will argue this. Ziggy does not get drafted number five if we're mm-hmm. not playing on ESPN. You're right. It doesn't happen. No. I, I don't care what anybody says. He, he, got, he didn't get drafted. This is what people don't understand. He didn't get drafted number five because he had a great season here. Right. He really didn't do that much. He flashed potential. Yeah. And he created this buzz. Yep. And then, obviously, he killed it at the Combine and killed it at the Senior Bowl and all those things. But it was that buzz, yep. that hype that was created yep. that if he's playing on the mountain, that buzz and that hype doesn't, and, and, doesn't and you, happen. That's a, that's a great point because there has been the last, oh, the last few years, there's been a lot of guys that are getting invites to the Combine. When, yeah. when I was playing and looking back for you guys, there wasn't that many guys, especially defensively. Right. Exactly. My year, there was zero. Zero. So, uh, you know, the ESPN definitely goes back to scouts being bored on a Thursday or Friday night when there's nothing else to do yep. in They're the sitting world. Sitting in their hotel. Sitting in their hotel room, yep. prepping for their next game. Of course, I'm going to turn on the game and yep. watch, you know, watch, watch BYU they and see. They don't got the out. mountain in their no. hotel room. No, exactly. The, the 140 exactly. pixels of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I mean, you, it, that, that brings me to the to, – to, you, you bring it to a good point, which is, you know, getting guys to the NFL, I think that's how you overcome the honor code. Yeah. I mean – I think, hands down, this is why, fans, you keep Coach Mendenhall, because you have, a, you have guys like myself that are five, six corners, <laughs> JC transfers, that he makes all Americans. Yeah, you bonus, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so imagine what he has when he has five-star guys. But at the end of the day, recruits want to hear, will I have an opportunity to, to, to play in the NFL? Yeah. And if I, if, I, if, if I have an opportunity to play in the NFL, and if, if not you know, drinking or not smoking and doing the things I need to do to take care of my body is going to help me get there, and that's just part of the rules, yeah. well, sign me up, sir. I don't care. <laughs> yep. I don't care if I have to go to church or you know, sacrifice partying or whatever the case is. I'll jump through those hoops. Oh, that's yeah. what they say. Exactly. But it may be a different story if, yeah. okay, we want you to live a certain way, and you might go to the NFL. Yeah. You might not. It's a so. big, it's a big hinge right there. It is. And there's a lot of kids sitting out there across the country who never would have seen BYU play or heard of them or anything like that. But now they've at least seen a game or heard or they see Ziggy get drafted number exactly. five. And, and you know what else helps they watch us? Kyle is no, that Ziggy's Kyle. killing it right now. Exactly. That's yeah. what really helps us too. He didn't just I, – I read something the other day. The, the, the first 12 picks of that draft, he's the only guy holding his weight right now. Wow. The only guy – the wow. first 12 picks I'm of the draft. I'm waiting down. for Hollywood to make that movie. Like, that has to be made it's into be. a movie. It has to be, yeah. not, like Good the agree. blind side, just this right. crazy story, you know? Independence certainly has uh, some beneficial things that have happened for BYU on an individual basis. And for the Cougars, you look at next year's schedule. Playing in the Mountain West Conference, guess what? 
you're not opening up against Nebraska and UCLA <laughs> and Michigan and getting a game at Arrowhead oh, Stadium in Kansas City. <laughs> bring it. Hey, you're, not, bring it. you're not doing that. And right. that, that is a benefit of being independent is you can go out and create these schedules. And Bronco Mendenhall, here, the quote is this, and he says, I don't, in, ter- in terms of talking about independence, I don't think it's sustainable. I think it's a place to be for now. I think BYU football is sustainable regardless of where. It just depends on what level we want to be sustainable at. Vintage Said that on Bronco. his weekly coaches show. <laughs> so that's Bronco? A I said vintage, vintage Bronco. What do you think about that? I agree with that 100%. It's a stepping it's, stone. This is, this is not an ends. This is a means right now. This is just, this is just a way to get to where we want to go. And our, I think our, our hands were tied. As soon yeah. as Utah bounced, as soon as TCU bounced, I think our hands were tied. If we could have had Utah stay, TCU stay, add in Boise, yep. we had a viable conference. Yeah. But when, when those guys took off and hightailed, it was like, okay, we can stay here with these Poe Diddleys. And Boise hadn't even come in yet. We yep. could stay here and play on the mountain. Or, oh, we got this sweet, lucrative ESPN deal on the table. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that 100%. BYU right now in independence, hoping for craziness within the Big 12 this weekend that TCU or Baylor do not get in the college football playoff and that there is now some more, I guess, clamoring and, uh, I guess, rushing knee-jerk reaction to expand in the Big 12 conference. Brian, it has been uh, outstanding to have you on set, man. Yeah, I have one last thing that I wanted. I just thought of when you said that. As far as the selection committee, this is something to keep in mind. They have TCU however many spots ahead of Baylor right now. Yep. Why? Baylor beat them head-to-head. Right? Yes, they have the same record, and, they, and Baylor won the head-to-head game. And I've read that there's all this, well, well TCU's won more games against winning teams, and they beat Minnesota, and you know, TC, or Baylor lost to West Virginia. I don't even know all their reasoning. But anyway, my whole point is the selection committee is obviously not just taking the team with the best record. Right. With the, they're, they're making calculated choices. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just wanted to point that out to keep that in mind. And uh, as we put our karma into the universe, yes. as, we, as, we, as we root for our states, yes. as we root for our states, as we put our karma into the universe, let's just keep that in mind that the selection committee, they are they're kind of making some weird choices. So we got a chance is what I'm saying. Yes. Brian, we would love it if you would sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag. Uh, before you get out of Make here. Make sure you put Big B on that one. Big B. <laughs> I will. Brian with the Y. With the Y, y yes. guy. <laughs> the Brian takeover did not disappoint thus far. Up next, Little B and I play Big Deal, No Deal, but a number of intriguing topics, including what we really think about Utah's playful jab against BYU in basketball. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tonight, women's basketball live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Dave McCann and Kristen Kozlowski on the call from the Smith Fieldhouse. That's right, women's basketball in the Fieldhouse for the first time in who knows how long. Nine Eastern, seven Mountain. Watch the Rebels and Cougs go head-to-head. Our Twitter topic today, what does your sign say for Utah head basketball coach Larry Kriskoviak? who called BYU a half of an elite opponent. It, it was a playful jab, but what does your sign for him next Wednesday in the Marriott Center say? Use the hashtag some, BYUSN. Some good ones so far. It has like, like PAC, like, you know, like PAC 12, PAC and then half. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Devon, yeah. Devon Smith, laser sheep. The, the, yeah, the, that was a good one. There, there are plenty coming That was a in. good one. We'll get to some of those uh, in just a few moments. But first, Brian, it's time that we revisit – 
Big deal, no deal. Oh, I thought you were talking Big about... Big deal, no deal. I thought you were going to say Brian's brain. <laughs> like, huh, I'm not prepared for that one yet. Long, long gone, Brian. <laughs> I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> not, not the brain. Here's how it works. We throw out a one-liner, and then Brian and I decide, make an argument for whether or not this given topic is a big deal or no deal. Number one. Big deal, no deal. Larry Kristowiak, Nate, says that Utah plays four and a half elite teams in reference to BYU. Okay, I, 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 <laughs> I say this is a big deal because you have just, whether it was a playful jab or not, you have just given your rival opponent who is going to be playing on their home floor, seeking vengeance after getting blown out on the hill last year in Salt Lake, that much more motivation. Yep. This is going to get back to BYU's players, and they're going to be thinking the whole game, hey, elite this, bro. <laughs> I think it's a big deal as well. I, because he kind of said it jokingly uh, and came out and said, yeah, I was just playing around, I think it's a big deal because he he's understands that it's, 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 it's a rivalry, right? And that's a and, beautiful thing. And it, it, it is. And I, I don't really like too much when schools kind of downplay the rivalry. No, we're going to focus on us. We're gonna, it's the next game. I don't really like that. Man, have some fun, man. Have some fun. Go to each other's campuses and, you know, spray paint red and blue. No, don't do that. But maybe. <laughs> but, you know, have, have fun with it. Have fun. Throw some jokes. Put some, you know, some social media things out there, funny images. I mean, that's, that's fun, man. It's a part of sports. It's, it's a part of competition, man. I like it. Big deal. Compliance offices at both universities right now are like, uh, please disregard uh, no, what Brian no, Logan has no, just okay. said. Oh, uh, yeah. We got to talk to you, Brian. I don't know if you can come back on this show. No, no Mercedes, babe. Sorry. <laughs> number two. Big deal, no deal. Tyler Haas named the Naismith Top 50 list. I am going to say no deal only because Tyler Haas will be in the top five of that list. And so it's, 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 I love Tyler and he's amazing and he should be there. But when the top 10 or the top five list comes out and he's on there, then it will be a big deal. And he will be there because he's one of the nation's top scorers. I think it's a big deal. I have to disagree with you. Anytime that. A, a, a school or a conference uh, or a school like like BYU, um, you know, I, I think I don't care any sports, right? Anytime that they can get some national recognition and some more pub, it's always going to be a, a, a big deal. A bi- and, and you talk about, you know, Brian talked about having exposure, uh, you know, guys going to the next level, things like that. And that's what these do- it does. I don't care if it's a midseason award or you know all conference player of the game type of thing. Whatever the case is, uh, it's always always good to have exposure when you are at Brigham Young. Everybody already knows he's good, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody that matters already knows he's good. It's it, yeah, but it's just it's just more recognition. It's just hey, hearing that name. I mean, there was a, a discussion I had a week ago about is is BYU uh, in the national spotlight. Some say yes, I, some say no. If you are co- consistently being talked about, regardless of whatever it is, sports, this player, that player, if Brigham Young is coming off of the tip of analyst tongues, ESPN, ABC, whatever the case is, you are relevant and. You you don't see that a lot. So any by any means necessary, a big win, even if it's a bad loss, you know, a Heisman winner going down, that, that helps you stay relevant. I win. Point to me. No, please. <laughs> You're silent for like two seconds. That's I was point. just listening to your opinion no, it, you know, and knowing that we're running out of time. Number three. 
Big deal, no deal. The UCF at ECU. Huge AAC matchup tonight on ESPN. This is a big deal for BYU fans because either of these teams could play BYU in the Miami Beach Bowl. You want to get a good look at the Knights again and see where they are at the end of the regular season or the potential of the East Carolina Pirates. Watch tonight's Thursday night spotlight game on ESPN. The Knights and Pirates match up. I would be shocked if one of these two teams are not in the Miami Beach Bowl. Yeah, me me too. This is this is a big deal, uh, especially we we're hearing so much that it's a little bit more weighted to ECU. Obviously, we really don't know. That's just rumors. Uh, don't quote me on it, even though you can rewind, go back, download the app, <laughs> all that good stuff. Uh, but I think it's good for 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 the players as well. I mean, yeah, you can obviously see for the players the improvement for Central Florida, but you can also have another game, additional week. Uh, some more film to scout on a potential opponent, which we all think it's going to be uh, ECU. Number four. Big deal, no deal. The Bond 24 Spectre announcement today. All I heard was Bond and then the Inception drop, so I'm going to say big deal. Brian, what do you have? Big deal. I can't wait for this, man. Another I'm a huge James Bond, Bond fan. movie. I'm a huge Bond fan. Yeah. I used to, be, I used to dress up as James Bond for, like, Halloween, like, every year when I was a kid. <laughs> My toy gun. Up next on My BYU suit. Sports Nation, we put a bow on this wild, wild show. Little B still hanging out. I was wearing slim fit suits at eight, man. Why you should watch women's volleyball next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back, Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Studio B. Watch BYU women's volleyball tonight. The Cougars take on Seton Hall in the first round of the NCAA Division I tournament. 6 Eastern in Tucson, Arizona. Get it done, ladies. Also, women's basketball tonight live at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain on BYU TV. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Brian, Brandon Davies and the 76ers finally won a basketball game. Congratulations. Hope they do some crowd surfing like Bronco. They avoided tying the worst start to an NBA season last night. Man. By beating the Minnesota Timberwolves. Motivation right How there. How bad do the Timberwolves feel right now? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> what does your sign say for Utah coach Larry Kriskoviak at David Roberts 20 says Utah's coach is a half coach. <laughs> you knew that one was coming. Big thanks to Brian Kill and Brian Logan. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. We're on demand on BYUSportsNation.com. For Brian Logan, I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Matt Allen. We're back to work at noon Eastern tomorrow.